we are delighted to welcome Barwon Health Foundation as sponsors of Room 64. If you would like to support palliative care services at Barwon Health, please contact the Barwon Health Foundation at barwonhealthfoundation.org.au. We're fortunate to be uh, joined by Francis Diver, the CEO from Barwon Health. So thanks for, for coming along, Francis. We really appreciate it. The theme for Palliative Care Week this, uh, this year is palliative care, it's more than you think. So we're going to, uh, we're going to have a bit of a chat to Francis and uh, talk a little bit about the Bowen Health Palliative Care Service and just find out from you, Francis, a little bit more about how you see palliative care in the Bowen uh, community. So perhaps if you wouldn't mind just introducing yourself, telling us a little bit about you and then talking a little bit about um, the palliative care team at Bowen Health. Sure. So thanks very much for inviting me to be part of your podcast. Um, it's great to get an invite and I'm really happy to chat about um, palliative care. Always happy to chat about Barwon Health, actually. So uh, I've been here at Barwon Health for two years now. Just ticked over my two years in the role. And um, uh, as CEO, I feel very proud of Barwon Health and it's a great place to work. And one of the things that's I think quite special about Barwon Health is we have this incredibly broad range of services. So probably one of the most sort of the, one of the services with the most breadth across Victoria really. We have maternity, we have mental health, we have aged care, we have acute care. We kind of we've got the lot, uh, including obviously palliative care. And I think that that is a really important component of making sure that we can provide what the community needs. Mm. So um, our focus at Barwon Health is really what does the community need and what do we need to do to make sure we can meet those community needs? And um, as much as a maternity service is a really important part of a health service, also looking after people when they die is a really critical component of what we do. And, and so that's why the palliative care service is important in two ways. One way it's important directly for those um, consumers and families and, um, and carers that... Uh, receive their services from the palliative care service directly but also as a broader health service we deal with death and dying all the time it is part of our job and so one of the things that's important and helpful about having a palliative care service as part of our offering um, is that it infuses the culture of the organisation so that we think about and care about and are really intentional about the way we think about death and dying in a health service. Death and dying is our day job. It's not a failure. It's mm. something that happens. We expect it to happen. And we want to make sure that we give uh, families um, and people who are dying the best experience possible when they die. Mm. And I, th I think it's, uh, it's fair to say that um, certainly from a... A user of the, the of the palliative care service, which I have mm -hmm. been, um, it, it was an exceptional experience and and one that I guess um, certainly encouraged me to to get involved in in room sixty four. Um, but it is a, an all encompassing um, part of of life, and we don't talk about it, um, and we don't talk about it well. But it is a, an essential part of what goes on in our community. And I, I was overwhelmed by when I was sitting in room 64 with my mum thinking, how come I don't know about this stuff? 
you know, how come I don't know about palliative care? And I, you know, I sort of gave myself some credit for having a reasonably good knowledge of the of the community, but I didn't know about palliative care. Yeah, look, I think um, that really originates partly from we're not very good in the broader Australian community about talking about death and dying. I think culturally we're a little bit we're a bit uptight about it, probably. And so um, I think that when people then um, have an experience where someone in their family has an experience with palliative care, it can be quite overwhelming um, uh, because people are like, well, I didn't, I didn't know this was going to happen. Uh, and, and are often very appreciative of the service and um, can see the huge benefit and become great advocates for the service. And I think that's something that we need to kind of, I guess, pick up and run with because um, that allows us to have more conversations about death and dying. Mm-hmm. And and as I was saying before, there's sort of the people that benefit directly from our palliative care service. So people with um, terminal illnesses or, you know, we're, we're expecting to die um, and we're particularly caring from them in the last few months um, and weeks of their life. Uh, but there is a broader issue that I think you're kind of mentioning, which is how do we think about death and dying in our community? What are the broader cultural attachments we have to death and dying? And I think that's something that our palliative care service can infuse in the community. And I think there's been lots of initiatives from Barwon Health uh, to really get that conversation going um, and to also help people think about what kind of care they want in the last few years of their life. So advanced decision-making, making Mm. making care plans, making their intentions known. What is it that people are interested in making sure happens to them in their last weeks and months of life? And even after they've died, what what do they imagine is going to happen? How do they want that to be managed? And I'm a big advocate for people having really open conversations, mm. but really respectful conversations because it is really culturally determined. Mm. And um, some cultures are more at ease. Um, and I think we have to be really sensitive to how people feel about it and their cultural significance. But I think there's um, we can play a role in supporting communities having more of those conversations. Mm. Uh, and doesn't that... Uh, doesn't that slip right into palliative care it's more than you think you that's know, right it's it just uh, just reinforces that um that you know Barwon Health palliative care team have got that nailed I think and there's always more that we can do but I think they've got that nailed yeah I think um one of the things that's really important is that uh, in our palliative care team and I think that this is the bit that they've got nailed is understanding that every death or every family member that experiences um, somebody who's dying, it's a unique experience for them. So um, it reminds me of an experience I've had with a friend recently who had an elderly parent who was unwell and um, and probably um, likely to die and talking to her about this is a unique experience for her. She will only ever have her mother die once but of course the nurses and the doctors and the people in the ward have seen this. You know, this is their day job and they see it over and over again. Um, but it's making sure that that connection between um, uh, the staff who can understand this is a unique experience for um, an individual who will only ever see their family member die once. Um, originally I was a nurse, so I've had lots of experience um, as a clinical person um, working um, across the hospital sector for palliative care, well, with palliative care patients. Um, so I have those experiences 
But also, um, maybe people can tell from my accent, I'm a Kiwi. And um, I think there is a, a really important cultural difference in New Zealand uh, and between Australia and New Zealand in terms of death and dying. And I, I suspect it's very influenced by Maori culture in New Zealand where um, when people die, there's a kind of particular approach to um, caring for people as they're dying. It's a very big community family event and also looking after people once they've died. Uh, so I've had that experience, I think, and that's sort of infused in my upbringing and my family experiences um, and the kind of cultural approach to dying that the Maori community has that I think has probably allowed me to be reasonably comfortable with um, death and dying. Um, in New Zealand, when a family member dies, you never leave the family member alone once they've died. The um, family member always comes home. We usually spend a few days um, visiting the family, staying with the family, um, until the funeral and they're usually very big community events. So for me, um, that's my approach to, um, that, that's how I imagine um, uh, dying occurs in my family circumstances. But I think that's quite different from some families. So I guess I've got that experience of uh, it being a really big community event. Well, that's the joy of living in a multicultural community, isn't it? Mm. Is that we're not just stuck with our own cultural background, but we can kind of pick and choose a little bit, but also be respectful of what's important to people. And I think some cultures are way more comfortable with death and dying than um, others. But I think being more comfortable with death and dying can help us all in the grief process, mm. which goes on for as long as it needs to go on for after somebody's died. It might be a year, it might be five years, it might be forever. And that's okay, we can live with grief, um, but the experience of somebody dying is also uh, contributes, I think, to um, the way that people grieve. Francis, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been great. It's been terrific to have you on board and to know that you're so supportive of Room 64. It's, uh, it's, really, been, uh, it's really been valuable. So thank you very much. And um, thanks again, everyone, for listening to Room 64. Can I just yes. before, you, yes. before that? Just, so, but th thank you for inviting me to talk with you. Um, I want to kind of say thanks to all the work that um, the staff and the volunteers do in our palliative care program. They're a core part of our service offering to the community and um, I really appreciate the work that everybody does and I think the community um, appreciates the work that everybody does. So thank you. No worries, it's great. Thank you. Thanks very much, Francis.